the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans enjoyed by the good sir. Back from his vacacione, uh, Nate Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and Lundy, I don't know if Cloud9 exists. But if it does, then cloud 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and it just into perpetuity exists. And I'm on that in cloud right now. After my fighting Illini didn't just walk in to Chrysler Arena. They walked in with a bat on their shoulder uh, with fists clenched and brass knuckles adorning those clenched fists. And they laid a beat down, a whooping, a wallop of epic proportions on Michigan. Remember how we were talking about, I think it was just like uh, earlier this week that Illinois was 5-1 to one to get a number one seed according to DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, guess what? They're plus 150 now. Cash money, homie. All they got to do, go out beat Ohio State. Even if they lose that game, even if they stumble to the Big Ten tournament and they have a double bye, I still think Illinois is going to be fixed on that one seed line. Why? Because no team in the country right now has more quadrant one wins than the Illini, who boast nine. Unbelievable performance last night. And without Ayo DeSubu, mind-blowing. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. And I, you know, as I landed back from vacation, you know, you're kind of in vacation mode, a little groggy. You just kind of want to get home. You're, you know, you've been waiting at baggage claim. You've been doing all that kind of crap. Uh, and I got home right as that game was getting underway. And I, I saw them start to pull away and pull away and pull away. And I thought, I, Brad is absolutely dancing in his living room. Pantsless. Right Pantsless yes. dancing. Yes, absolutely, man. It just, uh, what a beatdown. Unreal performance uh, by my beloved University of Illinois fighting a lot. But it's Wednesday here on the podcast. Nobody wants me to wax poetically about the ILL. It is hockey hump day. What selections you got on the ice tonight, amigo? Well, let's make an easy one for everybody because uh, I know that maybe not everybody dives in deep on these games. You just pay attention to the ones that are going to get some national attention. So on NBCSN tonight, in typical fashion, on Wednesday, they've got a double header for you. So I will give you uh, uh, the picks to go with both of those games. We'll make it nice and simple. If you're watching the uh, the double header tonight, you can grab it. Tell you what, I'm going to go with the Washington Capitals, who are dogs, by the way, on the money line at a plus 125, on the road against Boston. Boston's defense is struggling. Zdeno Chara will make his uh, return to Boston uh, wearing that Caps sweater. And I think Washington, after these two teams split their games back uh, at the end of January, beginning of February in Washington, I think that uh, the Caps will pick up the victory tonight against Boston. And then in the second game of the doubleheader, give me the other road team as well. Yes, two road picks on this one. I think the St. Louis Blues will take care of the Anaheim Ducks on the pond. You put both of those two things together turns into a plus 276 because of the fact the Caps are the underdog. So take both road teams in the NBCSN doubleheader tonight at a plus 276. Well, hopefully we'll be road warriors for sure on this hockey hump day twofer there by Lundy. And look, if you want to get in on any of the NHL action, NBA, college, basketball, anything under the sun, do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook and UFC 259 is this weekend. And it's sure to be action-packed with three title fights taking place in one night. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of this week title fight with 100 to 1 odds on either fighter to land a punch 
Ah, punch, just one during the title fight. Pick either main event fighter or land a punch during this weekend's UFC 259 bout. And DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds. Just bet Undolar on either fight to land a, either fighter to land a punch and if that happens you will cash $100. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. Place your bets and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a single punch for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to this hump day edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, man. It was a profitable night for us in college basketball, even in the NBA, too. It's always good when you bet the under on a guy that gets kicked out of a game, Lundy. And that's what happened to Devin Booker in the NBA. Uh, he fell well short of the 27 and a half, and it was, it was a weak-ass ejection. There's been a lot of those uh, this year in the NBA. I remember fondly uh, Draymond Green you know, going out, uh, all out on his teammates, and the ref comes over and goes, you're out of here. Get out of here. Like, really? Ugh, the NBA has gotten soft. Anyway, uh, there will not be a soft amount of action tonight in Jersey because Seton Hall has got to win. And I'm going to take the Pirates plus one against the surging UConn Huskies. Uh, The Pirates got to have this game if they want to dance after consecutive losses at Butler and at Georgetown. Now, UConn, uh, with James Booknight back in uniform, uh, they are really rising to the occasion right now. Last six games, 1.122 points per possession scored, just 0.898 points per possession allowed. Uh, They are getting a second chance opportunity on 34.4% of their possessions are really getting after it with some tenacity on that offensive glass. They're only shooting 29.9% beyond the arc during that stretch. So for Seton Hall to steal the victory here straight up, Ike Obiagu and Sandro Mamamuluk Lashvili. I think I butchered that one. That's why we just call him Sandro or Mamuk. Uh, those guys are going to have to be pivotal rim protectors in this game. Sprinkle a few threes in there from Kale and Reynolds. Both those guys shooting just over 39% from downtown on the season. And I think the Hall will halt this recent hot streak of the Huskies, get that much-needed win, and solidify their standing in the at-large field for the NCAA tournament. So fade or follow, yar the Pirates, me matey, at plus one. This is all about the boards, man. You just talked about it with UConn. Uh, up there near the top in terms of Division One for offensive rebounds, they're averaging 13.1 offensive boards a game. Yeah, 13.1, crazy. huge number. Seton Hall, look, we talked about it yesterday on the pod. A couple of the teams we've been talking about here down the stretch when they've got seniors that are the ones getting it done, and Hall's got four of them uh, to be able to help lead the way for them. Sometimes those seniors here late in the year, you know, the veteran stash, let me tell you about the time all the way back when I was a freshman, <laughs> that kind of thing. These guys 
guys know exactly what they're doing. So I'm going to roll with you with Seton Hall with this one. Uh, but they've got to, got to, got to, got to box out. It's like me yelling at my 13-year-old daughter during her games. Box out for crying out loud. Uh, yeah, they got to keep them off the, uh, off the offensive boards. Can't give up the second-chance points to the Huskies. But if they do that, the Pirates will be fine. Yar, shiver me timbers with Seton Hall. Number four. All right, let's go to the Big Ten. And let's talk about, you know, we were talking about Road Warriors in the NHL. That certainly is a description that applies the Maryland Terrapins right now, Lundy, because this team has been getting after it. Remember, they were on the outside looking in about three weeks ago, the NCAA tournament field, and now look like they are locked in not only to an at-large berth, but likely a single-digit seed uh, could climb as high as maybe a seven seed when it's all said and done. Now, they get uh, the meatless, uh, un-not-mighty, I'm-making-up-words, Northwestern Wildcats, uh, this one in Evanston, and I'm going to take the Terps here, uh, minus the four and a half. They have covered in four of their last five. Uh, Maryland has won five straight uh, of, here in this Big Ten uh, slate. Uh, they're five and four ATS away, and those away wins are Mammoth at Wisconsin, at Illinois, at Minnesota when they were relevant, and at Rutgers, the Terps the last six, netting 1.171 points per possession, giving up just 0.898 points per possession. Northwestern wretched in multiple categories, especially offensively. And their last five turns, just 0.981 points per possession scored. Uh, and I, they're terrible in the glass, too. So, you know, Ayala, Morsell, Wiggins, uh, they're really going to get to the rim, uh, get a lot of second-chance opportunities, and just beat up on this Northwestern club that just does not have much size, does not have a whole lot of stalwarts inside overall, and score the cover going away. So, give me those turtles, Minus four and a half turtle power against Northwestern. Fade or follow. Yeah, uh, they're looking for their what sixth straight against Northwestern, and those previous five have all been by an average of double figures. So I think this is a solid play with Maryland. You also look at their schedule, Brad. We talk about how they were on the outside looking in. It's because they went through a murderer's row there for a while in yeah. January on their schedule. Playing, uh, let's see, they had to play Michigan twice in that stretch. They had Iowa in there. They had Illinois in there. Um, so they went through a stretch where they uh, really had a difficult schedule, and now all of a sudden it's loosened up. I mean, they played Nebraska twice. They had Rutgers in there. Um, so all of a sudden things are loosening up and this team is basically taking advantage of that. So I think they can take advantage again against the Northwestern Wildcats. I think it's a, not that many points, frankly, to be able to give up. I think they can take care of it by a half dozen, if not more. Um, so, yeah, this is a solid one for them. I think we uh, stick with the road warrior theme and let's look and see if Maryland can be the Mad Max for us tonight. Oh, yeah, I like that. Make some money with Maryland. Number three. All right, let's go to our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day in the NBA presented by, ah, yes, monkeyknifefight.com. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house. On all of your favorite player props, straight together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less the over or under and all the stats you already know, the more cash you stuff into your pockets. Use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN uh, to score free $5 game of the house as a new user. Have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. And a guy is certainly going to open up the skies and make it rain tonight, Steph Curry. Uh, Lundy, uh, I believe it's the first time we have featured him in a player prop on this pod, and that's criminal. So we, we're going to write this ship. We're going to remedy that right now. I'm going to take the over on five and a half made trays. Why? He's facing the Portland Trailblazers. Now, 
Uh, you know, admittedly, Curry has been frigid here the last three games. Two for seven from three against the Lakers. Three of eight against Charlotte and one of 11 against the Pacers. So he's due for a breakout performance. Remember the last time he faced the Blazers uh, back in January? He went for 62 in that game. I think he had like 10 triples, something absurd uh, in that contest. He's been over this proposed total just 10 times this year, uh, but I think he's going to break out of this recent funk. He is averaging 11.7 three-point jacks per game and the Blazers, number 28 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency and uh, middle of the pack in terms of three-point percentage D, giving up 36.9%. So, Steph Curry going to be cooking up some three-point action tonight. Feed or follow my over on those five-and-a-half made triples. That is a big number. But then you go, oh, right, it's Portland. Uh, And, and, oh, yeah, right, it's Steph Curry. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I think this is one of those where things just align at a a nice perfect storm. So, yeah, he, he may be cold of late, but we all know that Steph Curry does not stay cold for long. We also know, I think it was yesterday, that he is actually going to participate in the three-point shooting contest uh, as part of the all-star weekend that the NBA is going to put together. Uh, So, you know, it may be time for him to kind of, you know, shake the shoulders, kind of loosen up a little bit and uh, take out uh, his warm-up shots on Portland (laughs) tonight, getting ready for the three-point shooting contest. So I'll take the over. It's a big number, but it's Steph Curry. Step back, Steph, and... Bang! Number two. All right, let's stay out west, uh, and let's talk about a game that's got a lot of title implications on the line in the Pac-12. UCLA go to Eugene to face the Ducks, and and I'm going to go with Oregon here and lay the minus four amongst the trees on the court. Everybody blending in. I can't really decipher what the hell's going on, but thankfully, uh, both these squads have bright colors on their jerseys, so we will be able to see that. Unlike CU, I, I, I got, like, Evan Batty, I'm like, where'd he go? He, it's like, where he's lost in the forest. Uh, those black jerseys, man, they just really blend into that dark stain uh, that is on the floor there at Night Arena. Uh, UCLA has really faded here of late, Lundy. Uh, number seven of the Pac-12 in total efficiency in their last seven games. They are giving up an absurd 42.6% along the arc. That's great news for Chris Duarte, LJ Figueroa, and Amaruri. All those guys are the Ducks shooting at least 36% along the perimeter. Uh, now, UCLA, uh, they can match blow for blow outside. They are number one in the Pac-12 in three-point percentage offense at 38.8%. So the Ducks must extend and defend, force turnovers, which is one of their calling cards, get those sprint outs and dunks, make some trays, and I think they're going to score a Pac-12 title in the end. Oregon has won eight of its last nine games, peaking at the right time as Dana Altman's club. Not only that, too, but the Bruins, three and seven, ATS on the road this season. So... Are you going to go with me? Fade or follow on the Ducks. I know you hate them. Minus four. I am going to fade you on this one, my friend. Uh, And it's actually because I think it's too many points. I think these two teams are – I think this is going to be a close game. Um, You know, maybe they just sort of blend into the trees. I I don't know. Uh, But I do think this is actually going to be a close game. For me, it's not necessarily that I don't think the Ducks can be able to pull it off uh, on that god-awful court. It's actually that I think UCLA can keep this close, and I think four-and-a-half is too much. So I'm actually going to fade you on this one, take UCLA in the points. I'm staying away from money – anything money line with this particular game, but I do think that UCLA can manage to keep it going. You're right. Oregon is hot. They're shooting it well from outside the arc, but I just think it's too many points. Make some dollars with the Ducks. 
Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, let's talk about the signature attraction tonight in college basketball. And it's a rematch of a game that was a blowout uh, just three weeks ago in Omaha between Creighton and Villanova. Now, Creighton obviously uh, immersed right now in some controversy based on some of the unsavory and disgusting comments uh, that their head coach, Greg McDermott, made. Uh, We're not going to dive into that, but we're going to focus on this matchup and what McDermott and what he said to the media. That could be a distraction here and can really disrupt Creighton in this game. Villanova needs a win, man. Uh, You know, you look at the resume overall, I'm projected as a number three seed, but it's rather meatless. It's rather hollow. Uh, uh, And I think the Cats are going to bounce back. I'm going to lay the chalk here at the minus four and a half. Again, it was an 86 to seven and a trouncing issue by Creighton uh, back on February 13th. In that game, the Jays had an electric 1.34 points per possession. They were 12 of 26 from downtown. And listen to this, Lundy. The Jays were 20 of 28 on twos. That's nuts. Uh, So it's got to be a group effort around the basket for Villanova. Uh, The Cats really do lack a rim protector. So, you know, Samuels and Robinson Earl are going to have to step up and make sure they clog the lane to present a lot of those easy kisses off the glass for two by the Jays. And the threes need to start falling for Villanova as well. Uh, Over the last five games, shooting just 31.8% from downtown. Again, the numbers uh, say one side of the story. You might say, well, that's the Blue Jays plus the points, but I think Nova uh, coming off an embarrassing loss to Butler on the road, back at home, got to get right. I think they're going to do it tonight against Creighton, minus four and a half. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one. I agree. I think there could be some distractions from off the court taking place here, but I think Villanova gets the revenge after the loss uh, in Omaha that you were talking about. I think this is going to be a really fun game to be able to watch, but I like the idea of Villanova uh, taking care of the ball, which they do. They only average 9.2 turnovers a game, which is a fantastic number. Uh, So I'm going to roll with the Wildcats in this one to get some revenge, Brad. Oh, revenge game. I like it. And, And Lundy, before we get out of here, Bonus time. I'm just going to throw this out there. Two-leg alt-line parlay I like. Minus 13.5 for Colorado State against an inferior New Mexico team. I think uh, the Rammies could go out there and win this thing maybe by 20 going away. Similar to what they did at Air Force in back-to-back games here recently. And I'm going to take the under uh, in Clemson and Q's at uh, 140.5 on the alt-line there. So you put Colorado State minus 13.5. Uh, and the under in Clemson and Q's at 140 and a half. Put those together, it's plus 125. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. For all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs, use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, enjoy that home day hockey. And as always, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.